Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Nightcap here on WGR. Zach Jones along with you, of course, with Brayton Wilson as well tonight as we get ready for the 2023 NHL Draft Lottery to begin. We're moments away. The Sabres right now sit at pick number 13. They cannot become the number one overall pick. They can win the draft lottery. The highest they can go up to is number three overall. Anaheim sits with the highest odds, followed by Columbus, and then Chicago are your top three. Connor Bedard out of Regina in the Western Hockey League is considered by many to be a generational talent. It is not even, I won't even say the favorite. He is 100% going to go first overall to whichever team wins tonight. This is very much equivalent of Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid from just a few years ago of... You're not just competing for the number one off pick. You are competing for a game-changer, franchise-changer, franchise-altering player. And, I, you know, for, for Buffalo, it's not a crazy night right now. That, like I mean, we're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're, we're just talking about some of these prospects. But if you're in, you know, if you're covering the Anaheim Ducks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Chicago Blackhawks, San Jose, Montreal, Arizona, Philadelphia, any of the teams really that can win it, you are probably stressing a little bit right now. Like This is a big night that can change the fortunes of your franchise. And for some of these franchises that are at the top that have never had this kind of player or haven't had this player in 20, 30 years, it is a monumental shift that could be happening. Especially you know, if, it's in, if it's in the Western Conference that Bernard goes to, you know the rivalries that could be developing between a guy like McDavid and Bedard just because of pure talent alone. The two also, Connors going against each oh, other. The two Connors. What a name for hockey. And, I mean, that alone is going to become must-watch TV. We're already seeing it now with the NHL playoffs and, and, and just how exciting it's been. If you add Bedard in two or three years, it's it's going to be exceptional television. And for a franchise like a Columbus is, is really someone I'm looking at in the Eastern Conference, but a, a team of Columbus has never really had – that kind of player, they tried to tank as best they could. Anaheim just was truly just superior in that avenue. But I, I'd be, I think I'd be okay with either of the top two teams ending up with the Columbus or Anaheim. Anaheim has a ton of young talent already. Bedard would be the kind of that final piece of the young guys. Columbus just they get Johnny Goudreau. They finally kind of destroy that the topic of no one wanting to come to Columbus, no one wanted to stay. Goudreau picks them over teams like Calgary and Jersey and Philadelphia and free agency. And if they get a Bedard, he immediately becomes the face of their franchise and a guy that in, you know, 
in all likelihood, 15, 20 years from now, is going to be their greatest player of all time. I mean, they, they, like this is the kind of night you're looking for and you're waiting for. And McDavid would be the best player on almost every other team except Edmonton. I feel bad for him in that sense. Well, I mean, he's got Leon Dreisaitl, and he's actually got a really nice group around him where they could realistically compete for the Stanley Cup. I mean, I picked the Edmonton I think Oilers Edmonton's to break win it. the curse for Canadian teams not winning the Stanley yep. Cup. I mean, it's just... Edmonton is loaded with talent, and yeah. they seemingly finally nailed with, with goaltending. They have Stuart Skinner, and then they were able to add on the fence during the trade deadline. Edmonton yeah. is a blast. The only team that's going to hold them back, in my opinion at least, from winning is Vegas. If Vegas, Vegas can Seattle's be Edmonton, fun, though. Seattle's kind of fun. Seattle's fun. Dallas is even fun. I like Dallas, even though they're a Peter DeBoer team. They're a great young group of players. They've got a lot of talent. And Jason I would Robertson really, is a blast. Oh, I would really love to see Dallas, you know, do something. I, I think the Western Conference this year in the playoffs is much more intriguing than the Eastern Conference. Oh, absolutely. I, I would absolutely uh, agree with that. Florida, though, is the story of the playoffs up to this yes. point just because of their upset of oh, Boston. 100%. And the fact that they, I, I, on Wednesday, could very much sweep Toronto. Yeah. And that would be, that would be a, a showing in its own. Yep. And then at that point, we start speculating about, you know, the future of the, the Toronto Maple Leafs just I'm because. All about it. What do they do? Are they going to let Kyle Dubas go and not give him a contract extension? Are I'm they going to fire it. Sheldon? Are they going to fire Sheldon Keefe? What's the future of Matthews? What's the future of some of these other players and everything? William Nylander. Yeah, baby. It becomes really interesting discussion if they get swept because you know we thought we were they were going to have those discussions when if they had lost to Toronto or not Toronto Tampa Bay in round one again if they had lost mm-hmm. in the first round again for 19th like they didn't get out of the first round for a i think it would have been a sixth straight playoff yep. appearance and then you know 19 years without a playoff series win i mean that's embarrassing that's that's absolutely it's embarrassing brutal. it's so bad but you know i i heard it from i think it was steve dangle steve dangle we you know sports nat he's a big toronto guy and you know big steve dangle guy over yes here. he he made it very clear in his reaction to the game yesterday, it was just like, hey, it's great that you won. It's great you broke your playoff streak after 19 years. But if you get swept and you lose the way you did, it is all for nothing. I, I, all and I for agree nothing. with that. I very much agree with that in terms of the Toronto Maple Leafs. You, you, you finally got that monkey off your back a lot like Steve Young did when he won his Super Bowl in San Francisco against the Chargers it was it was this thing that he they they couldn't do he couldn't do they finally did it but with with Young it was a Super Bowl win with Toronto there was always a way they could still screw that up and they 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 are looking like they're going to if if you get swept all of that goodwill of of finally getting out of the first round goes away because you just didn't show up in the second round and in part of that too their big four haven't scored a goal yet in the second round. Yeah. That is brutal. Here's here's a very funny stat for you. The leading shot getters yesterday for Toronto in their overtime loss to Florida, David Kampf and Eric Gustafson. Eric Gustafson. Mo- most people would hear those <laughs> names and be like, wait, who? That's amazing. Who? That I I just I, I love the star power they have. But you can make – it's not even really an argument. It is just – I think it's at this point facts. They fold so hard under yeah. pressure. Oh, my goodness. It so is So hard under pressure. It is quite embarrassing. And, and that is where even if a team wants to trade for a guy like a Marner or a Matthews, there is questions of, yeah, but they can't be the face of our organization. They mm-hmm. can't be the guy. Like, they have to be accumulated with a bunch of other guys. Yeah. It, and, and, and that is, and it's it's stunning though that Toronto, for how great they did drafting to get all those guys to then bring in Tavares and in, in, in free agency, right? They didn't trade for him; they brought him in. Free they brought agency. him in free agency. Yep. That they just 
each one of them just is not really that that gamer, that uh, guy that just I'm going to will my team to a win in this series. I think unless Toronto pulls off some sort of comeback, they mm-hmm. win game four, they win game five, force a game six, even force a game seven, I think if they don't get to at least game six, I think I think it's just as bad as if they had lost that first round series. I think, I think so, and because I think, then it's, just, it's embarrassing. I don't think they bring back Dubas in that case. I don't think they bring back Sheldon Keefe in that case. Sheldon they, Keefe, to me, just Kyle Dubas, to me, really, is the one where it's like, are they actually going to bring him back? Because Sheldon Keefe, I just don't see it. We're going to get the NHL draft lottery going right now. We're going to go to Assistant Commissioner Bill Daly here right now. As we uh, reveal the results of tonight's draft lottery. With that, let's get it started. The number 16 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to Calgary Flames. Calgary did not have a first-round pick last year, but they will be picking 16th overall for the fourth time in franchise history. The number 15 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Nashville Predators. This will be GM David Poyle's last draft representing the franchise since its inception. Former head coach Barry Trotz will be taking over GM duties in July. The number 14 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins had a 16-season playoff run and saw that come to an end. But the upside is they'll be picking 14th and they have a top 15 pick for the first time in a little over a decade. The number 13 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Buffalo Sabres. Major improvements in Western New York for the Sabres with a 91-point campaign. They'll be picking 13th for the seventh time in franchise history and the first time since they selected Zach Cassian in 2009. The number 12 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Ottawa Senators. As mentioned, since this pick isn't a top five pick, the selection transfers to Arizona and as a condition of the Jacob Chikrin trade. The Coyotes will be selecting 12 for the fourth time in franchise history. The number 11 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Vancouver Canucks. Patrick Alvine will be heading a second draft for Vancouver in the Pacific Northwest. This is the last time that the Canucks had selected 11th overall, which was way back in 1982. The number 10 overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the St. Louis Blues. The St. Louis Blues will have three first round picks for general manager Doug Armstrong for the first time since 2007. The number nine overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Detroit Red Wings. The last time they had the ninth overall pick in Motown was back in 2017 when they took forward Michael Rasmussen. The number eight overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Washington Capitals. Their eight season playoff run came to an end with the eighth overall pick. They will have though the top 10 selection for the first time since 2007. The number seven overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Philadelphia Flyers. After taking Cutter Goche fifth overall last year, the Flyers will be selecting seventh 
for the fifth time in franchise history. The number six overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Arizona Coyotes. Last year, the Coyotes had three first-round selections, headlined by American Logan Cooley at three overall. This year, they'll be selecting sixth overall for the first time since taking Oliver ekman Larson in 09. The number five overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Montreal Canadiens. Last year, Le Canadien made a historic selection by taking Slovak Yuri Slavkowski first overall. This year, they'll be selecting fifth. The last time they had the fifth overall pick is when they took franchise ace in goal, Carey Price. The number four overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the San Jose Sharks. This will be Mike Greer's second draft as a Sharks GM. They have never selected fourth overall, but they have a top five pick for the first time since 1998. And there is our first change in the order, with Columbus dropping to third, so now either Anaheim or Chicago will select first overall. Anaheim has never selected first overall, and the last time Chicago drafted number one was when they took future Hall of Famer Patrick Kane. All right, so there we go. We've got our top three. They didn't show it, but I guess Columbus is going to be picking three, so we've got our first change. So now it's going to be between Anaheim and Chicago. That is that is going to be what it's between to get Connor Bedard. Um, I um, not the nightmare scenario for me, but um, please be Anaheim. I really do not want him in Chicago. And then for the Sabers, it was chalk really up until three. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers will be picking at thirteenth. Brayton, what are we feeling right now? How are we feeling? Are we feeling good? I'm not yeah, really liking you that. You know, I um, I also I feel really, really bad liked, for Columbus. Yeah, I would have really liked if Columbus had gotten up there to be a top two pick, but. Um, you know, it's kind of funny because I, I totally like just missed the third pick. I was like getting ready for like the push notification, the tweet on who won the draft lottery. And I just totally missed Columbus not winning. One of yeah. I thought they were just like, oh, wait, they, they're going to announce the top three when they come back. And then it was like, oh, no, no, they just I, I was no. going to say that we didn't even do like a card flip. It was just, OK, there's our first change. And oh, it's Columbus. Hold on here. And I, I don't – is Columbus going to be picking three? That was very weird okay. how they did it on they, TV. They did, not, they did not announce the top three. They did not. Okay. What was that about then on TV then? That was yeah, very Kevin, weird. Kevin Weeks just said, and I think he just hinted that Columbus dropped to number three. But they didn't actually announce Columbus going to number three. Uh, Twitter, Twitter's kind of going off of like, did, yes. did Kevin Weeks just announce that yes. Columbus is not going to be? Yeah, this is oh, this is bad. They're in, yeah, they're they're good. in, they're in commercial break now. I think it is official though that Columbus is going to be picking three. It it sounds like that is like yeah. a thing that Weeks just accidentally yeah said it early. That's brutal. I feel really bad. I feel really really bad for Columbus now. Also, I mean, yeah. just because they lose, but also it was a very sudden, like, wait, we're out? Right. Just all of a sudden, just like, uh, wait, what? So I feel bad for them, but this is, I, we, Brayton, we were saying it, I, I don't, I don't want Chicago with everything off the ice. And then you even add in the fact that they, they are, they're just coming off of a great run with Kane and Taves. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want that team to have just right away, Back to back, and it, but, it would kind of be like Pittsburgh going from Mario Lemieux, yeah. literally to Sidney Crosby. And, let me, and I don't love that. Let me say this. Let me say this. I really do. Then in this in this scenario in this situation, if if Chicago wins the number one pick and gets Connor Bedard, 
wouldn't you almost expect Chicago to then kind of have the expectation of, well, it's time to win now. You might as well just start making moves to go get other pieces and add to your core Ooh. to be able to play with Connor Bedard. So, yeah, you might have the best player, you know, coming out of this draft and maybe one of the future best players in the world, but they are, you know, you don't want to be like one of the worst teams again and having to pick in the top three of next mm-hmm. year's draft, mm-hmm. too. I mean, it might it might happen anyway because the team is bad, but that's that's wonder, kind of the situation how, I'm thinking I, of. I was going to say, I wonder how Chicago will treat it if they get them. I, I think because, you know what's weird? Chicago has been sort of that afterthought team. Even mm-hmm. though they're in the top three, I don't think many of us have actually thought that they could do it. But... Okay. It's, it's them or Anaheim now. I mean, They're, that's kind of where we're at. Right, because because Kevin Weeks totally spoiled it. That's brutal. Oh, that's, that's oh, I, I feel so bad for for Weeks. I mean, because it's this is a huge moment for these franchises, and Columbus is one I was talking about where it would be huge for them. And now for anyone covering the Blue Jackets, it like I, as I said, you know, just a few All right, here's ago. Bill Daly. Yep, Bill Daly coming back. Here we go. Good luck to each of Anaheim, Columbus, and Chicago. We'll start with. Number three, the number three overall selection in the 2023 NHL draft belongs to the Columbus Blue Jackets. There's a look at John Davidson and Yarmo Kekalainen out in the Buckeye State in Columbus, Ohio. Watch parties are going nuts so far. You can see on the right, we've got the Anaheim Ducks fans that are going bonkers. And on the left, that is the scene, and it is set now for the final two, Anaheim Ducks general manager Pat Verbeek, and on the left, general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks, Kyle Davidson. Without further ado, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, take it away. The first overall selection in the 2023 NHL Draft belongs to the Chicago Blackhawks. Number two, the Anaheim Ducks. Bedlam in Chicago. Chicago land. I don't even care. I don't even care. I don't even care. This is ridiculous. The Chicago Blackhawks have won the 2023 NHL draft lottery. They will be drafting Connor Bedard. I'm not happy, Brayton. I am not happy. I'm not happy. I don't think much of Twitter is happy either. Yeah. The the first few tweets I'm seeing is, yeah. Um, you know, some people are like, yeah, great, Chicago gets Connor Bedard. And then, you know, yeah. Not happy. This is, mm-hmm. just, I don't, I do not love this. I think as well, too, even like you look past some of the other issues off the ice, everything that was coming out this year, if we're just looking at the team, they are years from competing. Years from competing. That's why, again, my point is, they get Connor Bedard now. They have the best up-and-coming talent in the NHL by far. Yep. You have to start building now. The yep. team is not even close, but no. you have to. You, you almost you have, have to. to. You have to exceed the expectations because with if, a guy like Connor Bedard. If he, if he went to Anaheim, you would have guys like McTavish and Zegras already there having played real serious NHL minutes. Chicago is a blank slate with a really bad reputation now. Yes, he's in the U.S. market. Yes, he's in a big U.S. market. But I think in terms of the teams he could have gone to, Chicago to me is is maybe the worst one the NHL could have hoped could have could have hoped for here. The Canadian markets, obviously, you know, me and you didn't want Montreal because of the Atlantic Division. But I do not like Chicago at all here. I'm not a fan of that even slightly. 
not not a fan of this even a little bit. No, I, I think this is a bad look for the NHL now. And, and, and I'm not saying it's rigged, not not even slightly, but just I, I cannot imagine the NHL really wanted him in Chicago. This is I where I cannot imagine they want him in Chicago. This is where I will continue to pound the table time and time and time and time and time again. The NHL draft lottery, the NBA draft lottery. I think the MLB is going to a draft lottery format here. All draft lotteries are useless. Send them to the sun, get rid of them, and just, I mean, it is just ridiculous. The NHL loves this. They love this, that Connor Bedard, the next generational talent in the NHL, is going to Chicago because he's going to turn that franchise around after they had several years of success in the NHL with Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, the likes of those people, and... They also had a franchise-marring incident with mm-hmm. everything that happened everything. there. Everything. And has absolutely marred now, their cup runs. Yeah, now they're going to get arguably the next generational player. Um, not a fan. I'm not and, a fan and again, at all. And again, that team is really, really not in a good situation to win the number one pick overall right away and be successful. Like, it, like it's Even with Connor McDavid in Edmonton, they at least had that flourish of success right off the bat from him. He got injured. Things kind of went to you-know-what afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the team was still not good. I mean, they finished, oh, God, they picked fourth overall that year and got Puglia Arvey in 2016. But if McDavid had played the entire year, they probably may not have made the They may not have made the playoffs, but they probably are not picking in the top five. Yeah. Maybe not even in the top ten in that draft class. It's just, it's, but instead, it's brutal. they got number four. So, uh... So yeah, I I just I look at this and I'm just like, really we we gotta we we gotta watch Connor Bedard go to Chicago and and, and that's the thing too really and succeed. and I've and I've said it a few times when I do talk about Connor Bedard I I mm-hmm. love him as a player I think he's one of the most yeah. mature 17 year olds I've literally ever heard speak I think he's going to be a franchise cornerstone for anyone that got him yeah and I hate now that I am going to root for him I want him to succeed yeah but oh absolutely on a team like Chicago after everything that's come out this year and. Even if it weren't just for that, the fact that we just saw them be good, yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of that at all. Well, when you had teams like Anaheim, and for me especially, it was Columbus as well, was somebody that I would have loved to have seen him at, and to be able to really grow that market. Mm-hmm. Just I think a brutal result for hockey overall. I really, really do. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think at the larger scope, it is. The NHL will see it as a huge, huge money grab just because he, he, he he's going to go to a major market, huge market and a market that loves hockey. Mm-hmm. It's not even a huge market and a that, franchise, that's trying to build it. And a franchise that, despite their their recent uh, things that have come about, have been winning, yeah. successful. They've been a very uh, aside successful from the franchise. past three, four years where they showed the cliff. They they came off that cliff. They lost, You know, they had to trade Patrick Kane. They are letting go of Jonathan Taves. Who knows if Jonathan Taves signs on anywhere else or plays ever again. If I'm him, probably not. But, I mean, he might want to continue his career, but long COVID has got a, a really bad situation mm-hmm. on him. Yep. Uh, looking, though, <laughs> looking, though, at the Blackhawks, oh, my goodness. They have, one, two players that are under contract beyond the 24-25 season. So beyond, uh, let's see, this is already, okay. So beyond, after next season, they only have two players in under contract. Two. Man, I just... that are on the NHL roster right now. I'm looking at like injured reserve. Uh, yeah. So as of the 2024-25 season, when that starts, they will have two NHL players on their roster. 
to start the year. And then when you factor in Bedard and he signs his entry-level contract, he'll be under contract beyond that too. But you want to take a gander at those two players that are under contract right now for the Blackhawks that heading into the 25-26 season. Just like that's the thing. Out of all the top teams, they are easily the furthest away yeah. from being any sort of competitive. Spoiler alert, similar to the Sabres uh, 1999 question, none of those players are forwards that are going to be <laughs> under contract Great. for Love the 25-26 season. Brutal. One of them, Seth Jones, signed a stupid massive contract, 9.5 mil per year. He'll be under contract through 2029-2030. And Seth Jones, at least in the uh, advanced stats statistic, not great. And the other player is Connor Murphy. Yep. That is bad. That is really bad. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Chicago tanked. They tanked. Oh, yeah. But unlike other teams who had who were bad and just, just like this was the year they were going for it and they had already good young prospects, yep. there is nothing there in Chicago. Well, It is Bedard and that is it. Let me throw this at you, too. Very reminiscent of kind of the Sabres from years ago. Mm-hmm. Heading into this year's draft, the Blackhawks have six picks in the first two rounds, eight in the first three, four second-rounders they have. So they have the capital to be able to finagle with those picks. Mm -hmm. They have the capital to be able to, if they want, go out and acquire some decent players to go play with Connor Bedard, to be able to come up with a a lineup that would kind of cater to Connor Bedard if they really truly want to try that, if they're not trying to tank, which they don't have to tank anymore. They have the best next up-and-coming generational player in the NHL. He goes to a market like Chicago, which is great. It's a great U.S. market, too. Connor Bedard's going to get so much play on national TV, and Mm -hmm. we're just going to get more of, oh my god, the Blackhawks are on national TV again, which isn't great. So here are the players. I'll I'll run through real quick. I know we should probably take a break and then come back, but um, we'll just we'll go through this real no, quick. No, yeah, we can we can ride this out. And okay, just, yeah. So here are the players that are under contract heading into next season: Tyler Johnson, Jason Dickinson, Colin Blackwell, Cole Gutman, Mackenzie Entwistle, Reese Johnson, Boris Kachuk, Taylor Radish, defenseman Seth Jones, Nikita Zaitsev, Connor Murphy, Jared Tenorti. Goaltender Peter Morozik, and then when you look at like their ju- their young players that they have, Lucas Reichel is arguably their best prospect at this time. That's under contract. He's under contract for one more year. Kevin Korchinski, who was your number one pick last year, mm-hmm. he probably I would think he's probably going to make the NHL roster next year. Yep. And again, they might not be good, but he's going to play. So yeah, they've they've got themselves in a, a not so great of a situation, and their best goaltending prospect as of right now is Jackson Stauber, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's Drew, it, that's Drew it. Camesso, sorry, Drew Camesso is their best, okay. but Jackson Stauber might be ready right away to jump into the NHL and play with Peter Morozik for next year. But even then, those are not some good names to have on that roster. Your best name is arguably Lucas Reichel. Yep, offensively. Maybe Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. That's it. Other than that, it's a bunch of guys that are like depth players or guys that might not even start the year in the in in the NHL. Go to the AHL. I hate this so much. Yeah. I, I'm not happy. The, the day started off so positively. <laughs> it started off so positively. Well, do you want to go to break and come back and do one or two more segments? Go to nine. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. All Why right. not? We're right. gonna take a quick timeout. We'll be coming back here after a quick timeout. You're listening to. WGR's coverage of the 2023 NHL 
Draft Lottery. You're listening to WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.